Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Keisha Green, that's my lady, yo. If you can tune in, it's the way to go. Educated author with major goals. I've been coming right here, you have the place to be. It's the fourth, get mentioned, and it's all for free. Ooh, we, and you know where it's at. With Miss Green on the right side of the chat. I write with a purpose, so everything is worth it. An educated platform, something you can work with. Read it, yeah, come over here. Come and get the info from some of your peers. Pull over line, yeah, we got open air. Talk what you love and express what you fear. Afraid to lose, but born to win. Hey, Miss Keisha, yeah, we're trying to go win. Come on. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Writer's Life Chats. This is Keisha Green. OMG, Happy New Year because I haven't talked to you guys since last year. Isn't that like a corny joke? (laughs) But yes, thank you so much for tuning in. We have a great show. I'm going to be talking to Aaron Bebo and some friends about his latest release, an anthology, New York Shorties. And I know you guys like free. One lucky listener will win a copy. So you got to be in it to win it. So basically what I need you to do is tune in, um, listen via your phone, computer, tweet me, whatever the case may be. Call in, most importantly. The number is 718-508-9827. Again, the number is 718-508-9827. You can tweet me at Keisha Green or you can find me on Facebook at Keisha Green. And I will read your questions, comments on the air. If you would like to join us in the chat room, please do so. But let me let you know that you need to create a a blog talk profile. Otherwise, you can't post questions. You can just read them. So do that and join me in the chat room. But, yeah, this is – I'm looking forward to that because tonight's show because we have some – we have a little surprise um, that I want to talk about. Um, So I'm definitely, definitely excited about this. I want to let you guys know, excuse me, tonight's show is being sponsored by Concepcion Multiservices. If you are a publisher or a author looking to have your manuscript typed, edited, or proofread, please check out Concepcion Multiple Services. She can be found on Facebook and Twitter. But, yes, definitely. I know a lot of times people are looking for typists and proofreaders. Concepcion Multiple Services definitely can help you. Reasonable rates with quality service. And I want to let you know that she is offering a special right now, um, a new Happy New Year special. So definitely check her out. She is on Facebook and Twitter. So now – you know, I always ask you guys, what are you reading? Please tweet me because I want to know. I'm always telling people, hashtag get caught reading. So tweet me. Let me know. What are you reading so I can let other readers know so we can, you know, spread the love and get caught reading all together. So um, I'm trying to think here. There was some books that were released, but I don't care anymore because I'm just going to talk about New York Shorties, okay? That book was released. So that was, that's, um, that's on the to-be-read list. So. 
we got to get this show started. I have um, my first guest on, and I'll have some more on, you know, as time progresses. But, yeah, let's get this show started. There's no need to waste, and let's go. Aaron Bebo on, and let me take his call now. Hello. Welcome to the Writer's Life Chat. How you doing, Aaron? What's going on? What's going on, Keisha? Uh, you know, same old, same old. Oh, my God. <laughs> How exciting. I know. Keisha Green, Aaron Debo, Writer's Life Chat. Isn't it like, like old times? Yeah, definitely. It's been a while. It's been, been a, been a yes. little minute. But, you know, yes, it's, it's been good. like a good three years. Yeah. Yeah, I think quiet. like the street lit panel. The yeah. street lit panel yeah, was the last minute. thing. Yeah, it's that was, been a minute. Ago, yeah. But I'm definitely happy to be back. Happy to have a new release. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, 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 yes. So we can jump right into it. We don't even have to waste time. We don't have to have any small talk. We can just get right into it. <laughs> right. Let's, let's talk go. about. Let's talk about New York shorties. Talk to me about this. Where first off, tell me where did the idea come from, and what made you want to do this now? Uh, the idea just came from just thinking of a. Um, I wanted to have a, a a book of short stories, with all all stories based, you know, with the with the New York City as the backdrop the demographic, and then I just, as I thought about it more and more, I was like, it would be better to showcase some other authors instead of just having a book of my short stories, you know what I mean? Like, it would be better to, to, to spread it around, but just keep the same theme because I just felt like an author could just, even if they weren't from New York, like, they could take, you know, the place and create a story and Tell it like nice little short story. You know that's what authors okay. do. You know, so I, yep. I just I was thinking yep. about it, and then I just start reaching out to different people, and um, mm-hmm. I, it, it it was a lot of love, man. So it's gonna be some other people that's gonna be um, in the New York show. These part two, some different authors, different flavor. You know what I mean, I know some of Grant, and um. We got another author too that's gonna to be um dropping a joint in there, so it's just definitely um it's just something I'm trying to keep on going. Okay. Um, All right. So like a series almost. Yeah, yeah, but just different authors given and, and then it, it also helps you remain relevant. Mhm. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it helps you remain relevant in, in the pro in the time where you may be in between projects. You have another little story, you know, out there that you could, you know, have your readers check out in the meantime and in between time. Okay. Okay. So I All just, right. I just so, thought it was, was a good idea. And then, you know, the anthologies, is, I don't think that, that is that, you know, is that. I just think that people don't do them as often, but I, I think that they're still – a good place for anthologies and it it still does a good job at showcasing different talent and different, you know, authors within the same genre because, you know, it's not, you don't always have to collaborate with someone to work with them and then be able to tell a good story. 
you know what I mean, and, and, mm-hmm. and you know, still stand on your own while having a collaboration, which is what an anthology ultimately is. So you know, I just Definitely. want to bring some other people in. Mm-hmm. I um I definitely I can appreciate that as a reader as a reviewer, um, short stories anthologies are always a favorite of mine because if I not familiar with an author an anthology is the perfect way for me to get familiar with them without having um you know say take a gamble on a book that's not good or whatever the case may be. And this way you can get, you get a feel for what their writing is about and then moving on. So it's like, Oh, I remember them from this anthology. So then when they drop a full right. or whatever, or some other works from them, it makes you, you know, that much more inclined to want to support the future project. Um, I will say my literary jewel for this right here is that if you're ever, um, someone ever, you know, contacts you in regards to being a part of an anthology, don't quickly look at it as, oh, I'm not going to make any money or this, that, and the third. Look at it as exposure as well as that there's, you know, you're going to be, you know, privy to a different writing style as the people on the anthology as well as they're getting used to yours. And teamwork makes the dream work. So it's better to have more heads on a project than just one out there promoting it, in my opinion. Not everybody sees it that way or does it that way, but in my opinion. And it gives the reader, it it gives the reader. uh, And and that case in point, too, I I think it's better for the reader because they get a variation of different authors all in one book. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. if they get to spread the flavor around, the stories are, are short, and then you go into them and they're good. So you can, you, you know, it feels like a good flow. Like it's just a good flow. You don't have to be picking the book up, putting it down, picking it up, putting it down. Like you just want to be like, okay, it's a new, it's a new author, new story. You check this out, mm-hmm. see what see what he's talking about. You know, so it spreads it out. You know what I mean, then for people that love short stories, it's the perfect book because you're getting, you know, four stories in one. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Definitely, definitely. So now with the authors that are on this anthology, um, how did you pick them? Um, well, with Charlie Swirl, I actually, um, I've just been watching through social media for for a long time, like, and I I read the things he posts, you know, his his, his works and all that, and I just I just believed in his writing. I think, you know, I think he's a he's a talent, you know, a, mm-hmm. a, a real a very very good raw talent, and he and he can, you know, he really has something to bring to the to the industry. So I just I, I talked to him, you know, we met, you know, and um, I, mm-hmm. I talked to him about it. Asked him if it was something he would be interested in doing, and um, you know, he thought about it, got back to me, and then you know, he started on his dream, and, and you know, now it is what it is. You know, gotcha. so that, okay. that's that's how okay. he got involved, and then a lot of people have been asking me about Langston Hughes. Langston Hughes, obviously, is is not the the author. Names a pen name, but Langston Hughes came to me through somebody else I knew, like mm-hmm. not even in the industry, just a friend of mine. And it was like, yo, okay. I got somebody, you know, they they write and this, that, and the third, and they they're more into like the they, they it's, it's, and it was crazy. But but anyway, he came, he uh, Langston came to me in a, from someone else, and then I just um 
I read what he had, not even the story that he ended up submitting, but, you know, just some other work. And then I was like, yo, this dude's dope. So, mm. you know, I, and okay. then, you know, you, you know, I know me and you, we, we had a long, a long history of just knowing each other, you know. And not to mention, mm. 10 years ago, you published me in an anthology, so. Right. Like, like a, 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 a small, right, like a small milestone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, it is 10 years ago. I yep. I can't on even say, like, I can on the corner. Um, 10 years ago, on the corner. And it's crazy that now, 10 years later, here it is, I'm on an anthology that you're publishing. Um and it's just awesome. Um, it wasn't it wasn't a no brainer. It wasn't anything that I had to think about whatsoever in regards to doing it. I'm all about you know exposing um, myself to different audiences and networking and you know all of that stuff. So for me, it was like why not? Um, then also with the different platforms that I am involved on, you know, I'm able to put it out there, you know, to those, to different people because you never know who might be interested in it. So it was, you know, it was, it's an awesome feeling and I'm just blessed enough to be here 10 years later to even talk about what happened 10 years ago in regards to putting you on an anthology and you to be able to do it back, you know, for me. So the secret is out. The cat is out of the bag. Keisha Green is on New York Shorties, um, and I'm excited about it. Um, and I'm yeah, just looking forward point. to riding this way. Yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm, it's a definitely a good thing, a good look. The stories are, they're just, oh, my goodness. If people keep, people complain on social media that they're tired of certain types of stories and different types of works. And if that's true, then I challenge you to go and get, New York shorties, and I promise you it'll be a breath of fresh air, and you won't say that anymore upon completion. So if you're, yeah, if you're serious, yeah, I mean, the, people, the, people, the people who I see on my social media and my timeline, that's what they say. Well, I have a remedy for that. Go out there and get New York shorties. These stories are well-written, plot-executed, character development. There's nothing short about these stories except that they are short stories. That's it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, the, the, all the stories is hot. Like you get and you getting exposed to four different authors, different styles, and um, everybody coming with their with their own story. And I feel like everybody brought it. I feel like everybody brought something unique to the project. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely it's definitely a breath of fresh air. I mean, it's not, it's yeah, not I like think so. I think that's what needs there. to be done. The current climate of literary, and I just feel like that's what needs to. Um, that's we need that. I mean, no disrespect to what's out there, but we need something. There's no other anthology out, let's say, right now. So this is great. We're we we're in a lane by ourselves, and so those that are not that are not familiar with an Aaron Bebo story, here's your chance. Charlie Swirl. Here's your chance. Langston Hughes, here's your chance. Keisha Green. Because there might be someone that might purchase it on the strength of that they're, they're used to your writing style. So they want to see, you know, what everybody else is. Or someone who has mine before 
read something that I wrote. So it's the perfect opportunity to get out there and, you know, get the book. One click it. There's no reason. Get out there one click. Yeah. It's not a, it's not too expensive. It's on Kindle right now for three ninety nine. So, you know, I know y'all got those gift cards from Christmas, so let's utilize them. <laughs> yeah, it's a, and it, and you really gonna get you really gonna end up getting a dope book like at the end of the day because like I said, all the stories is, is unique. Mhm. And I you agree. know they all everybody everybody brought something different to the table and it, everything worked out. It, it everything meshed very well. You know what I mean. Mhm. And um. Yeah. All I'm gonna say is, um, all I'm gonna say is, I I really enjoyed um Langston's story, but he he's not gonna be able to make it tonight on air with us. But I definitely enjoyed his story. Like it was definitely something very very different. So I'm I'm like okay. That's dope for a new author, and Charlie Swirl too. Like this is this is his first piece of work published and he definitely you mm-hmm. know be be spitting that game and be talking that talk so now people get exposed to him. Yeah, definitely. You know is. what I um he's on the line. I'm gonna bring him on. Um bring Charlie Swirl in right about now. Hello, Hello Charlie hi. Swirl, are you there? Yes, how are you? Can you hear me? Good. Yep, yeah, I can hear man, you. What's up? How y'all doing tonight? How's everybody doing? Chilling, man. How you? All is well. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. It's just cold and snowing in Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got snow this yeah. weekend here in Jersey. Yeah, it just uh, came out of surprise. It started coming down at about 5 o'clock, so it's trying to bundle up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's cold. Yep, it's cold. Um. I don't know how much you heard, but we were just talking about the anthology and how Aaron came about selecting, you know, us to be on, you know, a part of this. And, you know, welcome to published world, like, you know, with being an author, a published author at this point. What is your um, your feelings? What's your mindset about all of this? How do you feel? I'm just writing, actually. That's, I, I'm, I'm writing. Um, I, um, I've actually published some other stuff. It's just all on ebook currently, but um, my plans are, you know, to utilize this um, platform here, an opportunity that was given to me to, you know, just, you know, get my name out there and uh, let everybody get familiar. Um, on Facebook, everybody probably knows me as Charlie Swirl, but um, I actually write under the name Silly Quarters. So right. okay. reading the um, anthology, you know, Silly Quarters, that's me. So, okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay. All right. Okay. Tell, so tell, now... the, tell the people to join, man. Yeah. Um. Well. Um. The um, piece um actually um came up. Um, it's titled Money Bags, and um, you know when Aaron uh when I went down to Florida um during uh summer, Aaron invited me to be on the joint and everything, and he told me what he needed in regards to um, the New York um, backdrop, female lead character. And uh, I came up with uh, the character uh, Moneybags, who um, is 
it's like a mixture of um, Chester Hines and Robert Parker, um, the um, guy who uh, created the uh, Spencer for Hire um, series right. of books. So, so um, Moneybag, she's um, an urban go-getter. <laughs> she's an urban go-getter. That's basically what she is. And she's uh, plugged in to uh, Harlem Nights to make things happen. And um, it's um, like Kind of comes to Harlem. It's um a big ruckus, a lot of um uh, twists, and you know um the the lead character and her friends um uh, you know go about making things happen, you know in Harlem, <laughs> in New York. <laughs> okay. You know, uh, okay. You know, so. Okay. All right. So I'm going to ask you some. I'm going to jump right in there. Um. Um, of course, I'm familiar with you and your writing as a contributing writer for Literary Jewel. I know just from reading your articles that just from the, the content that you give me, you take your writing very seriously um, like a perfectionist, and you want to make sure that everything is correct before it goes out there and so, you know, to the world. And that's a wonderful, you know, trait to have as an author, writer, and what have you. But I do notice, as we are Facebook friends, there is a little a little cocky to you, a little cockiness to you in the sense of that I guess what you're seeing out there book wise you know reading material, you feel that you have something that you're bringing different to the industry, and I guess the question would be, what is it that you're bringing to the industry that you that has you feeling and talking that way uh, as far as different um I'm 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 bringing um I guess um more than a third grade um writing style I guess you know as far as um looking to um make sure people enhance their um their language skills you know but as far as the bracket I got a friend of mine who told me I sound like an old school battle rapper when I get <laughs> on my post <laughs> you know so um you know, it, it's like, you know, everybody got to do something to get attention, and everybody, for the most part, is, um, is, um, most people are, um, are, you know, basically giving the same thing. They're selling books, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, that particular book only lasts for a certain period of style. I, I don't want people to really, you know, it's all about sales. Don't get me wrong, but people got to get to know you. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to embed my, my, my style, my, my name out first. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I I'm just, I'm just looking for a lane. <laughs> you know, okay. nothing special. Well, what is your lane? What lane is that? What would you? Who are the target, the target audience for readers of your work? Uh, well, like I say, um, street lit. But I, I, I don't. That's one thing. Um. Currently, like like I say, I've published other stuff, and it's, it's you know this is really is considered the first street lit piece that I've actually released. Everything else is basically urban erotica, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So, so I have a lot. I have three different urban erotica titles out there already, but this is the first street lit piece, and it, I, it was sort of like an approach that Tupac said: you have to get the women involved in your writing before the brother's going to reach out, you know what I'm saying? So I gave the women something first, you know, so this, and then even with this piece here, the money badge piece, it's, it's for the women, you know, Aaron made this for the women, you know what I'm saying? 
something, you know, where the women can reach out and then by it being a street lit, lit piece and it the way it moves, you know, the brothers can feel it too, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm just looking not to be boxed into a, uh, into a particular corner uh, of saying that, you know, because, you know, where I, I enjoy street lit, writing it and everything, you know, I, I, I like to do more. I like, like I like the editorials, writing for Literary Jewel. I like to, you know, to throw out how I feel, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I don't just, you know, I like, I'm all over the place. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll, see. I'll be all over the place too. <laughs> I don't know where I'd be. I just, I just, For real. <laughs> Yo, I just want, I, I want to ask a question real quick if I can, Keith. So, uh, Charlie Swell, let me have the Philly quarter. That's a, the Philly quarter. Let's push that. The, uh, right. when, when you look at, when you look at, um, cause you, you said that you, you want to introduce something more. Forget the, the forget the third grade ed, education thing, but just more ev- advanced and more. So do do you still look at do you look at writing when you write, or do you look at it as a competitive type uh, of sport or field? I well, look, I look at it like this. You know, um, we have a comedian uh, from Chicago named D Ray. A lot of people are familiar with him, right? Yeah, and. G. Ray was basically, he, he, he got the saying that, you know, comedy, you know, why can't comedy be more like rap? Why can't um, people, you know, battle with comedy? And, um, you know, it's, it's like, you know, like I'd I look to introduce um, a, a segment where authors just, you know, could battle. You know what I'm saying? I think writing should be competitive. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I think too. that, I, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, Smack. DVD, URL, you know, so, you know, and then with my, you know, like Keisha said, with my uh, quotes and my posts, you know, they be more, you know, toward, geared toward battling and, you know, engaging, you know, looking to see who's going to respond and stuff like that. And it can be, it can be good. It can be entertaining. It can, um, you know, it, it can allow readers to get an opportunity to, you know, see the different styles that are out there and then say, Hey, I want to pick up and read something else in there because they engaged me with this. Okay. Right. Okay. You know. Hmm. No. I can dig. I can dig it. Dig it. Dig it. Okay. So now, um, coming all together on this anthology, what? Let me ask you, what are your your expectations, if any? <clears throat> Oh man, I'm 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 just really glad to be a part of the anthology and the, the the group of people who are involved. You know, the people who you know I I, I like people who like to you know go to hustle. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I'm involved in this anthology with hustlers. You know, people who want to put the word out. You know, they're not going to just give up on the book. You know, thirty days out. You know what I'm saying? I Right. You know, so I, I'm that's 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 where I'm at. You know, and then I'm I'm just happy to have been invited. You know, to be a part of that means someone took the time and noticed what it was that you know all that braggadociousness that I was out there doing. You know, it, it earned me a slot. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, uh, nah, you know, I, read, I was reading the work. 
I, I said that too. I don't know if you was on yet, but I was reading the, the work that you was putting out. Like a lot of people don't be reading when people be posting, you know, they work and stuff. Like they, people be moving so fast. A lot of times mm-hmm. they don't really have, they might even mean to, like I'm going to come well, back or whatever. But I was definitely checking you out. I'm like, yo, this dude is dope, man. Like, you know, so I had, when we met up, I just, it was like a no-brainer. Like, yo, let me ask him to get down with this, see how you feel about it, you know. And yeah. like I say, I'm, I'm watching, I'm watching y'all and y'all work. You know what I'm saying? So I like good work. I like work, like you say, work ethic. You know what I'm saying? What you put in, you know, and stuff of that nature. And then um, I'm not familiar with the brother Langston Hughes, but you know, I like the originality in the name. <laughs> yeah, like it, yo, it, it yeah. was different when I, I like, first. <laughs> when I first, I was like, yo, this is crazy. But then with the work though, like. The work is different. The work is is definitely is definitely different. It's it, it's it's, it's yeah. hot. So, you know, so yeah, I like creativity. I like marketing. You know, and that's and that's what that's why I'm happy to be a part of that it's because of the people who are involved in their originality, their creativity, their marketing, um, and their branding. You know how how they how they positioning themselves. Well, how you all are positioning yeah. y'all. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody, everybody, everybody's working. Yeah, everybody's working it. It's definitely a work in progress. You know, it's nice. No overnight with this, anyway. Publishing is a hard is is a very hard business. Like, mm-hmm. you can just yeah. see that from so many different people. Like, I'll be watching the Drink Champs, and you be seeing so many different artists coming on there. Noriega and then be interviewing them and dudes be like they be broke, not broke but they be they they be done had it and then they don't have it no more, and that be because of publishing. Like yeah. They, they, they publishing don't be right, so they don't be getting no checks later on. Are you still hearing yeah. their song on the radio? <laughs> the hits and <laughs> they ain't getting no checks. <laughs> For real, they kids that goes like, that's crazy. That you know what that goes Not down yet. goes back to. It, um, <clears throat> at the end of the day, and this is no disrespect to anyone, but um, if you're a writer and author and you engage in any type of publishing contract and you're complaining about not getting paid, um, let's take it back to reading and comprehension. If you don't have those skills, then you shouldn't even be writing, because. Reading and comprehension would, would clear up a lot of these um, things that, that are happening because you guys, you guys, you, um, you can be my witness. How many times have we heard that? Not about the music industry, but just in publishing in general. Oh, I'm being yeah. robbed. My publisher didn't pay me this, that, and the third. And it's like, oh, my goodness. Like, at one point, I said, well, damn, does anybody read their contracts anymore? No, nah, but so, you know what it you is? Know. It'd it, it be, it be the climate. Like, it's the climate, like. The the climate is no longer starving author. The climate now is author overnight success. You know what I mean? So it's it's different now. Like when someone signs a contract and they don't get all this money, or they're not getting the attention that other people may be receiving on on social media or whatever, then they feel like a lot of times they be feeling like they got jerked because. 
they ain't received like and then a lot of times publishers be telling people like yo I'm a I'm you sign with me, you're going to get this, you're going to sell this amount of books, you're only selling this amount now. Like I'm going to make <laughs> you a star. So it it just be all in the all in the in the um in the presentation of it now. Like I, I back when I was trying to get on like you used to get like I, I was going through motherfucking writers market guides and things like that. Like you sending out you know what I mean, query letters and you know, three, four chapters, and then they're getting back to you like 90 days later or, if at all, six months sometimes. Like, it was different. So it was really starving author. Like, the the, the, the press the button to publish now has really changed the climate. And, it's, it, it, like, it's not just because some people could just come. There's, there's actually, when you read them, get them new Amazon newsletters, like, it'll start, it'd it be telling you stories about mothers, housewives that was, sitting home, mothers just writing little stories, and they might sell, like, 190,000 copies, you know what I mean, in three mm-hmm. months. You know what I mean? But those is the that, – that's a that's a pick out, out out the bush, you know what I mean, for those certain mm-hmm. little people. You know what I mean? And then, you know, things like that. Like, you could look at the Amazon newsletters and different things like that, the highlights of the authors they highlight. You could see who really – Putting away numbers because they're gonna write. They'll write it up. They'll talk about it like, "Yo, this person right here sold this amount in this genre. This is what they do." Like, blah blah blah. Yeah, you know what I mean. So a lot of it, it, it's a lot that goes into this. Like a lot of times we don't see any business on social media. Like we think we seeing business because it's it's so it's coming from everywhere. Like who gonna say who's who got the right answer? You mm-hmm. feel me? Like who gonna say like yo, this is the right way? Nobody, because mm-hmm. everybody, it, this is the press to publish right now. Nobody don't have to ask permission. Nobody don't have to say nothing to nobody. Like people could come up with an idea and boom, manifest it. And if there's enough people who support that idea or the person who brought the idea forth, then it could possibly work for them for a time period. You know what I mean? Success is will 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 be seen later on in time. Like the short periods of time to something selling or something, like those don't be success stories, like for real, for real. Who's talking about um the dude? What's the funny dude with the F on the glasses from Atlanta that had the rap song out a couple of years ago? Oh, Trinidad, I, I, Trinidad James. Right. Who's talking about him now? You feel me? Like, he's probably waiting <laughs> on a line outside a club. No, nah, I'm serious. Like, mm-hmm. and no disrespect to him because he, he had his moment. But, like, that type of, that that's never going to last long. Like, success comes later. Like, success comes later on. So, if you have to you have to measure your success with your time of of actually being successful to me that's just my opinion you know what i mean and i think that that that's the opinion of a lot of overall people that give out that that validate things in many different fields like if you look at things that people be getting lifetime achievement awards for 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 works of art like they be having like 20 years 15 years 
30 years, 40 years of just classical whatever it was in the in the field, and then they get honored at, at the highest rank and placed amongst the highest and the most elite, you know what I mean? So... Oh. Hmm. Trinidad jeans. I'm just like, look, as you were talking, I hear the music in my, hear that song in my head. I said, oh, Lord. Yeah, I like, couldn't even yeah. remember. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I couldn't even re- remember his name. You know what I mean? So, All I remember is he looked like Jerome from Martin, and he popped a molly, and he was sweating. I remember that. <laughs> right. And see, that's the thing. Like, nobody, when when it's time to write the books in, when it's time to fill in the blanks in the books and give somebody a, a, an award for hip-hop, they're not going to think about him during that, during that year. Somebody else who had music out that year that's still relevant is going to end up walking up there and getting an award. Hey, you're right. You're right. It It is what it is. Um. I'm just, can we like shift gears and let's just talk about this hot ass anthology, New York Shorties. And I'm not just saying it because I'm a part of it, um, but can we talk about that? Let's talk about how the readers need to get caught reading that book. Forget everything else. Just stop what you're doing for a minute and go get that. Nah, that's, <laughs> that's the now. business for it's, real. This is my platform. So, of course, I'm going, I'm a big this up as big as I can do it. I got a platform. I got a show. Come on now. Did you think anything else? You thought we were going to sit here and talk about the coldest winter ever? Never. No. That's not what you want to do. <laughs> oh, man. That might not be a drop. You might have just created a drop right there, your own personal <laughs> drop. <laughs> For real. That's what, we, that's what it is. Like, I want to talk about that. I'm tired. I am so frustrated with, Yo, like. My, <laughs> yeah, my joint, like, the, the story. The story I got in there, I know, I I feel like it's very very unique. I I touch on the um the Muslim culture, street culture, mm-hmm. you know, and um the mixture of the of the two, like somebody coming into America young from that country and then you know adapting to the American ways and just getting caught up in different things as well as, you know, the streets, the things that's going on in the streets around us and the demographics of everything. And as real as it, it, I, I think that I delivered a very unique story, very refreshing, you know, the way it was written. And um, there's definitely not nothing that's out there that's like it. That's for a fact. Yeah. Um, it's about getting the readers. It's about um, touching, touching, um, Touching new new readers, touching on new topics, um, not being that watered down, recycled. I think that collectively we all bring something different to the table, obviously because of the writing styles. But it's, it's time. Guys know it just like I know it. Um, me being wearing so many different hats in this industry. I am privy to what readers say. I'm privy to what authors say. And for the most part, because I intertwine with what I do, I talk to readers a little bit more so. And, yeah, they're all complaining. So, again, if you're complaining about wanting some fresh material, I suggest New York Shorties. 
there's my shameless plug again. Yeah. What did Treasure Blue, Treasure Blue said review. years, years ago? Sell, sell, don't, sell, what is he, um, sell yourself sell shamelessly? Sell thyself shamelessly. Here it is. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's like, y'all, leave a, leave a review. If you don't like it, tell us why. Like, I'm not going to, yeah, I never get offended. Like, I'm not one of those authors that you ever seen come on a post like, yo, this person gave me a two star. Or this person gave me a one star. I can't believe this. What book was they reading? I mean, I don't even do I've never done that, ever. You know what never. I mean? Somebody give me a one never. star or two star, I post it. This just in, just like if, it, if they say it was a five star. It's the same thing. Yeah, but definitely. Yeah, just leave um, it. Just, you if, it. If, if you purchased it and you don't like the book, tell us why. Yeah, just tell us why. Me. I want to know to help me because that's going to help us all overall because at the end of the day, we're a fool to believe that we can please everyone with these books. Right. Um, but if you right. don't like it, I want, I want feedback because that can, that can definitely help. I'm not going to get on my radio show and say, I can't believe that Tina said that my book is a two. I'm not, trust me. I'm not, I don't have the time and I, it's not, it's not that serious. Um, I just, you know, I just want feedback. I have feedback for the whole, you right. know, the whole project in itself. If you like Aaron's story more than you like mine or Philly's story, that's fine. It's okay. I just want to know when you put it down, the only complaint you had was that it was too short. You want more. That's all, you know, that's where I'm at with it. And <laughs> that's how I'm feeling. I mean, it's, it's a level, like when I said to you, um, um, Charlie, it was like, oh, you know, a level of cockiness. I don't think it's really cockiness. What I'm saying is just that 10 years in this industry, reading tons and tons of books and critiquing them myself as a book reviewer and then being on this project, of course I'm going to, you know, believe in my believe in myself, but I believe in this project. I believe in everyone who's a part of it. And I'm just saying for, for the person who wants something new, I got something. I got something new for you. It's over at Amazon right now, currently for three ninety nine. You can one click it. And you, I, I really believe you're gonna be satisfied. Like, like I said, if if anything about the book is disappointing to you, just leave a review. And I'm not even saying do you know pick up the book and compare my story to this person's story or whatever. I don't care how you read it. Like, I just want you to read it in the, in the sense of just being a reader and, and and just saying, yo, you know what, I like this story better, but this was a good story too, and I and, and and whatever. Like I don't care if you mix match, however it go. I just want the reader to be satisfied because of what I brought to you know the book and what the book represents as a whole. You know what I mean? From all the authors involved. Like I know it's a dope book. The stories in there is dope, and you know just I just want people to get back to reading off of just the the work. In front of them, not they don't uh, forget the personality and the social. The but no one's there with you with the book. Like you by mm-hmm. yourself reading, you coming to your own conclusion as you get grabbing grasping these words. So I just want people to get back to reading. There's too many other antics getting involved that's allowing certain certain subpar work to slide through. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I just feel this is my personal opinion. I feel like people won't even read you with a with with a unbiased eye if if they don't like you or they don't know you. Like they won't just pick up a book and say, "Yo, 
I want to read. I want to read this. Yeah, I want to read this and see if this is a good story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, people keep asking for something new. They want. They want something new. They want this. They want. All right, try try new people. Because as much as I see people saying, complaining, like you say you see people complaining, I see people complaining too, but I also see these same mm-hmm. people listing the same authors when they're asked who mm-hmm. their favorites are. So just give it, just just spread it around. Just give a really, chance. Really be, be an avid reader. It. Yeah, just take a chance. That's all you got to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Philly Quarters, Charlie Squirrel, you over there quiet. Let's what say you? What, what do you have to say I'm, about I'm, all of this? I'm listening. You know, uh, I'm I'm listening. You know, I'm, I, you know, the industry. You know, like I I sat back for the last few years and I watched, like you say, a lot of people complaining about the same thing in regards to publishing, in regards to um, you know everything about the industry and it, it, it gets tiring, you know, so I as far as reading contracts over, you know, comprehension it, it does begin with that, but <laughs> oh man. What's it, so like, funny? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I I I just I, you know, I read I I I, I I read a lot of people's work, you know what I'm saying? Just like Aaron said, he, he, he read through a lot of different, he read through a lot of different individuals. And you have to, especially as a publisher. If you're looking to publish, you have to know what's out there and what people are putting out there and if they're going to bring them to your table if you look to publish them, you know, long term. And, you know, it, it's like you say you don't want to do the battle rap thing where people actually write out, you know, and have stories to write out stories, but that's basically what they have when they create the clicks that they they create. You know what I'm saying? They they you know they they they're, they're creating the atmosphere without putting in the work. Mm-hmm. You know, so so uh, and then you know a lot of people leave publishing to the internet nowadays. You know, it has to extend. You know, that's that's one of the things that I'm looking to do. I'm looking to bring it back to the streets. You know back to the old days when you hear a good old treasure blue story about going out and selling, you know, 50,000 books out of the um, trunk of the car and stuff like that, you know, to really get beyond, you know, you have a few events to Harlem on book fair and a couple of um, people mm-hmm. look to put together different events throughout the year to actually bring out some readers and everything. But, you know, like I'm in Chicago and we have a lot of up and coming authors out here that some who are still here and you know we got to get out here in the streets more you know i mean we got three million people in chicago and you know if it was like we see poster boards of you know the rap events but we don't ever see the poster board of someone promoting their books but they everyone i understand cost is everything so you can't promote as heavily on the streets because it actually costs durable goods, you know, and that's that's where a lot of people are limited in what they're willing to invest mm-hmm. into themselves, you know. So we just got to get back into the streets and take it beyond, you know, the Internet. The Internet is good and it has a lot of, you know, base 
but it seems like everybody's fighting for the same 15 fans. Right. You know, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I, yeah, I agree. I mean, I definitely, I mean, I, I agree to a degree, because you definitely, the Internet is definitely relevant. Right now, and 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 you need to we you 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 need to use it, but I think that we need to use it more in the sense of the keywords that we be using in terms of business, like networking. Like I think we need to set the 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 business up through the internet to run as a network. In terms of like, for instance, you know, Mark don't have to be there with Facebook because that's just the network is running. You know what I mean? Like we mm-hmm. we have to have a. It has to be a network, a, a, a total and complete, the network like a union. You know, in terms of, you know, just keeping things square. You know what I mean? Because as long as 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 long as everybody is trying to manage and mismanage their own thing. And the access to the internet is what it is. It's always gonna look clump. It's gonna look clumsy on our on our mm. side of things. Like if you go on, if you go on different sites and watch different authors and different genres. Like me, I like to read westerns. So sometimes I'll be in different sites just watching people who write westerns, seeing what they talking about, what they who they who their peers are, who their colleagues are, the things that they talking about. It, it'd be totally different dialogue on that side of things and, and they still all in the same market. Still all at the same dollar. The same same thing that we into. But it just be different. You know what I mean? Like it mm-hmm. it, it the, the the whole climate be different and it be a real true network. Like people don't be scared to answer a question and tell you something. Yeah. True, 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 true. Yeah, we definitely. I agree. I agree. You know, we, I don't, you know, like to interject. You know, I don't believe we have a proper network set up. I can, I can, because you know, truthfully, you know, besides you and Aaron, I've only, you know, talking to like a couple of other authors out here. You know, and I know it, it, it's a lot on me reaching out and everything, but. I don't and just in watching how different people correspond, it, it, it's hard to gauge on who to who to reach out to. You know what I'm saying? You know, so right. something happened. Right. That's what that's that clumsiness I'm talking about. Like it's looking clumsy. You know what I mean, like everybody right there in your face, but you like, yo, why is everybody tripping? All right. Mm-hmm. All right, hold on. Maybe I don't need to walk over there. You know what I mean? So it's just it's it's, it's looking clumsy because it ain't no it ain't no real it ain't no real ain't no real organization. You know what I mean? And it's different levels too. Like let me just say that. Like that's not that's not for all African American literature because there are a chosen few that that are set above the the, the low bar that we're under that we climb in the reach. You know what I mean? But, yeah, like, for the most part, it's it's different. You know what I mean? 
Like in in most of those authors that are above that bar, like they did, those are like the Terry McMillans and you know things like that, and they're they're not gonna have anything good to say about yeah most of the fiction that we produce. You know what I mean? So at the times, at, at the same time, we really do have to you know raise the bar, set the bar, and do that under some standards and guidelines, like, because then you, when you look at your critics, you have to look at your art. You feel me? Like, is it, Terry McMillan's not, not, not the average person walking through a gallery whistling saying, hey, that's an odd piece. What's that doing here? Like, she's the person who has art on the wall already. Mm-hmm. So when she stops and observes, like, you know, you got to stop and observe, too. Like, yo, hold on. What is she, you know, let me let me go ahead and, and, and really show her. You know what I mean? Because she yeah. only really, you know, like, it, it's it's only certain literature that, that could really be ridiculed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's, that, yeah. that's worthy of ridicule. Well, I mean, like, this is what it is, but you might be going over some of their heads right now because it's like, uh-oh. nah, everybody, nah, <laughs> everybody know who, who, who Terry McMillan is, and you know what she's done, and nah, for real, like it, it speaks for itself. I'm talking about in the field. I'm talking about in the field of writing. You know, books, mm-hmm. produced the films. You know, all types of you know accolades and awards from honored award places. Like, we, we, you know, you have to you have to recognize. That's why I said she's not just the average person. Like, it's one thing for one mm-hmm. person, somebody to criticize you, but it's another thing when, you know, other artists. That, that's like, that's like, that's like Van Gogh disrespecting, you know, Da Vinci or something. Like, so it's like, you have to look at it like, hold on, let me, mm-hmm. let me paint something that's gonna make make him say, ah. Mhm. Okay. You know. I can dig it. I can definitely dig yeah, it. Yeah, okay. I'm so, just, I'm, so, just I'm just saying, basically, we're not up to standard in our writing or our, or or our business. Like, is it like because mm-hmm. if the business was all the way, like we would we people would be having the deals that she got. Like these, these, these. Like we would be seeing all these. It would be like at least three different authors that would have movie deals going on right now. You right, feel me? definitely. Like definitely. seriously, because they already set up pretty much. You know what I mean? So they, they, they would have movie deals right now, and then be getting ready to go to the the big screen, and you know, next to just putting in work. Like we don't have that. We don't have that interest. Those type of people are not coming for us and saying, hey, come over here. I want you mm-hmm. to do this. That's what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm, that's what I mean. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe I was going over people's head. Like, I'm just, I'm talking about just people from that place coming over here and selecting people and saying, yo, I want you to do this right here for me and here go the budget and let's make this mm-hmm. happen. We're about to do this. This is what I want to do. And I'm selecting you because of what I've seen you do over here. You feel me? Like right. that type of, yeah. those are the type of chances and breaks that authors need. Like, 
And now you see the you see certain authors out there. You know they they they're getting reality shows and all that, and that's dope. That's a step forward. You know what I mean? But we gotta mm-hmm. start just really just reaching forward, going going further, y'all. Like really having yeah. having an estate, like like people had to buy the rights to shoot Never Die Alone from Donald going to mm-hmm. state. Iceberg Iceberg mm-hmm. Slim Estate is worth like six million. Like he not so mm-hmm. he not so mad book. So like it's it's like when you have these people before you, if you haven't done what they done way after their time period, that means you a little bit behind the eight ball still, whether you want to admit it or not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fact. I'm over on Amazon right now about to gift a copy of New York Shorties. So I'm taking a random caller, but I do have some callers on the line. Um that I want to get to beforehand, but I'm trying to multitask, but I'm listening to what you're saying, but I want to get the callers into, so they don't feel yeah, like, oh, damn, I want to, you know, I want to say something. So 415, I'm taking your call now. Hello. Welcome to the Writer's Life Chat. Who's this? Peace. How you doing? It's Larry Brown. How y'all doing this evening? Hey, how how you doing? What's going on, man? How you doing, brother? Peace. I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, I was just calling in, man, I holler at Bebo, you know, say Miss Green, Keisha, I understand that we friends on Facebook. I don't really know you personally, so I don't want to, you know what I'm saying, uh, not address you, so I hope everything is good with you. And also the brother Philly Porters, you know what I'm saying, I don't know you, but I was listening and everything is sounding good. I just try to ride for Bebo, you. you know what I'm saying, when I get the chance to, because he's a good brother. So ever since I got in the game, I just try to touch bases with him. So I just want to holler out and show a little love. Thank you, That's brother. I appreciate you, man. That. Yo, that's for sure. Um, so plug, plug your drinks, man. Why you on the on, on the spot, man? Why you why you on the radio? Tell this, us about this Jamal the Brown. He a he a author too. You know what I mean? So yeah, not, I mean it's all good. Man. Like I said, I just wanted to show some love to you, Bebo. Because like I say, from day one, man, you've been a one from day one. You know, one of the realest that I've met so far in the game. So like I said, when I get a chance, I just wanted to holler in, man. I appreciate you, man. Thank you, man. They're all the way from Cali, man. I appreciate the love, man. Yes, sir. Y'all keep doing your thing. What's close? All right. Thank you. I'll put you back on in the queue to listen in. Thank you so much for calling in. All right. Yeah, that's a good brother, man. Jamal Brown. Y'all got to get in contact um, with him. He said he's our Facebook friend. What is his name? Jamal Brown. Jamal Brown. Jamal. I'll send you his. I'll send you his. Yeah, he's already friends with you, but I'll send you his drink, your inbox. Oh yeah, we've you, been friends know. since December of 2015. Yes, we right. friends. <laughs> it's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. That's well. That's a good yeah. thing. Well, thank you so much for calling in all the way from Cali, giving some Cali love to the New York Shorty crew. That's beautiful. Yeah, um, shout to Cali, man. Yeah, that's what's up. All right, let's um. Let's keep it going. I'm going to get into another call. 516, I'm taking your call. Hello. Welcome to the Writer's Life Chat. Who's this? Hey, this is Tony. How you guys doing? How you doing, hey, Tony? Hey, uh, I came in late, but I am tuned in. And um, I just want to make a comment as far as reviews and how readers perceive uh, authors. You know, sometimes a lot of uh, readers, they may be complaining, and I'm including myself in that 
in that group because I'm a reader first and foremost. But if you rather complain than to let an author know what it is that you may not be happy with, then you're going to continue to see the same thing, and you're not going to be happy with any work that's being put out. And even if there's an author that you are following that you really enjoy their work, if they happen to put out a piece of work that you're not happy with, let that author know. Because if they don't know, then they'll continue to do what they're doing, and you're going to continue to complain. So I think that you have to, if you want to see growth in the industry, you have to put yourself in it some kind of way. You have to find your niche and be able to have your voice heard. And I think, like Bebo and you both are saying, reviews are key. You know, instead mm-hmm. of just complaining to your to your friend, you know, go and 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 express your opinion through your review. Not nasty. There's there's always a way to to make to make your view known. Um, but if you mm-hmm. don't say anything, how are they going to know? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, definitely. Because so, I just read a book are, and I was not happy with the editing in it, but I didn't blast the author on Amazon. You know, I have a rapport with that mm-hmm. author. I just inbox and say, you know, the look, editing is going to be a little bit more on point, but I really enjoyed the story. It didn't take away from it. So that author may not know that he, he or she is having editing problems, or it may not have been edited properly, but you have to let your voice be known, and there's always a professional way to do it. And uh, I'm enjoying the show. Right. Thank, Thank you, you very much, Miss so Tony. Much. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm gonna put you back in the queue, but you are the best. You're the best. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, You're and Miss Tony already has her copy, so that's why we're still waiting to get <laughs> the copy out. Beautiful, and I want to say thank you for that copy. <laughs> yes. Beautiful. She's a reader. Miss Tony is a reader, so thank you, thank you, thank you, and she definitely shows support. Very supportive. That's what I'm talking about. So yes. Okay. I got another caller um in the queue. I'm gonna put you back in the queue, Miss Tony. And um again, thank you for calling in and listening. That's what You're welcome. So yeah, that is um she's a sweetheart. Yes, she Ms. really Tony, is Tony, man. Um, the the host of, of uh <clears throat> Right and Royalty. Yeah, and but also, no, we ain't gonna talk about that. Oh oh my goodness. How could I forget this? I have her on the line. And she tagged me in the post for the sports, and now I'm I'm a, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, I was about okay. To say. That game, that game, that game that the Cowboys did not win. Yes, I was feeling some kind of way, and all of them talking all that junk. And Miss Tony, I remember I stuck up a picture, and it had a little snowman with the Cowboys attire looking at the game, and she made her joke, and she was like, "So what are y'all on the outside looking in?" And I'm like, "Damn, no." But I heard that. I saw that, Miss Tony. And still, win, lose, or draw, I'm still riding with the Cowboys. And those giant fans, they're all in their feelings right now. Okay. We can oh, man. I'm sorry. Listen. I just had to get that off my chest. <laughs> get that off my chest. Okay. People hate on the Giants everywhere you go. It's just, it's just not. <laughs> but no, but she did. You're, living, you're living right she there in Jersey where the Giants play at, and you're hating on them. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. Dallas. Shut up, shut up. You sound, you don't talk like you're talking disrespectful right now. I've met so many new Dallas fans this year. Shut your mouth. New Dallas fans. I've never met so many new Dallas fans. I'll tell you what, Dallas definitely has the the fastest growing fan base. Like right right now this year. 
Oh my goodness! I agree with that. Don't get caught up. Don't get caught up in that. There's so many new Dallas fans. Oh my God. Be quiet. Be quiet. Be quiet. Just be quiet, Aaron. Yo, look, I hope you went to NFL.com and got your sweatshirt. (laughs) Shut up now. Shut up now. Uh, Look, my son, my son, my son Malik got me my own, got me my shirts, got my name on them. They're mine. It's legit, okay? It's all good. Matter of fact, oh my, my sister bro. just came over tonight with a Dallas Cowboys bracelet. I forgot to post that on Instagram. But shout out to my sister Candy. Thank you very much. So yeah, it's why not didn't just you, a why didn't you just why, why don't you post a picture of you and your throwback Dallas stuff? The stuff you had from last year. Let's see that. That was shade right there. That was shade right there. No, I'm that was just saying. That was, like, that was, that was, that was, that was shade. Are, are you a lifelong fan or, or what? Like, no, is it this I'm year? Not, I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm that's how I feel with all those little Cubs fans. Listen, Dallas wore, <laughs> Dallas wore their throwbacks once this year. Throw, put on yours. Let's make sure you're a real fan. Let's see. Get up. Anyway, anyway, so yeah, anyway, exactly. just, anyway, I need to get you off the line. Is the interview over with? Like, come on, don't don't do that, Aaron. Don't do that. You know, I'm gonna call you up. I'm gonna call you up after the show and say, how could you do that to me? You know, the conversation we already gonna have. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> New Dallas fan. Crazy. It's not new. It's not new. I mean, it's not old, old, but it's not new. Okay, just leave. Let me be. Let me have my 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 moment. Let me rock out with what I'm gonna rock out with. Okay. So anyway, now that we got that out of the way, now that we got that out of the way, geez, see how you just came for me? Hmm. Anyway, so you came for the Giants. I, I can't believe it. Anyway, that's because you're from New York, of course. Okay. Nah, I mean, it's just really, I think the Giants are, are just the, the best team, man. Maybe we just be catching some bad breaks. <laughs> <laughs> like those and all. Hell, listen. Good, it's, it's okay. yeah. Look, I'm about to you know when I do my promo, when I do my promo tomorrow on Instagram, I'm, I'm a hashtag. With that New York shorties, I'm gonna put in it. New York Giant, somebody, somebody, some New York Giant lover might come over and like the like the picture and might want to buy a book. Keisha's not discriminating. All football fans from all walks of life, they can they can get New York shorties. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. At the end of the day, so yeah, I need to yeah. go out there and support this book, New York shorties. Get it. One click it is coming to paperback soon. Right now. We got we got a couple um different online retailers, but by the end of the week it's gonna be everywhere on all of those online um retailer sites, Scrib, Kobo, iBooks, um, all of that stuff. So definitely you, there's no excuse for you to say, Oh, I don't have this type of reader, it's everywhere. It's gonna be everywhere before the weekend, but right now you can get it right there on Amazon. One click it today. You don't tell me that you don't have the app. The app is free. On Amazon, go download it to your phone or your computer or your tablet. You can do all of that for free. Um, get it. Just go get it. That's all I want y'all to do. Um, 
yeah, and I'm going to I'm going to gift a copy. Let me just tell you how I was trying to gift a copy the other night and end up buying it myself. But I got it under control <laughs> now, so I'm going to gift gift a copy. Um, if you're listening, hit me up. Um, you can't write on my wall on Facebook, but you can inbox me. Tell me you was listening, and I'm gonna ask you a question about the show. See if you answer correctly, and you can have it. Um, and that's that's what I'm doing. But I'm gonna take um, I'm gonna take a call, and then we'll come back. Um. And so we can start talking some more about New York shorties. A six two, I'm taking your call. Welcome to the Writers Life Chat. Who's this? Hello. Oh. We have okay, a live listener. That's cool. We got a live listener. We like those. We like them. Yeah. We like them when they're just listening. So you should be the one that's in my inbox saying, "That was me." I want my free book because <laughs> we know readers love some free books for real. Right. I say this and this is no shade because as a reader, I don't mind a free book every now and again too. Cause I'm not going to lie. When um, it was last year sometime, Alice Walker's the color purple was free on Kindle. I did go over there and one click it. I was like, wow, this is awesome. I mean, I have it in paperback downstairs, but this is awesome to be able to have it. You know, on my Kindle. So yeah. Right. So yeah, I like I like a free book just like everybody else. Every once in a while. Yeah. Gotta go grab some. This is it's, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's, gotta it's, get... it's, it's thousands of free books every day. So you ain't gonna nobody's gonna really miss out. So you can buy a few books too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Buying a free book, a couple of books. It's Christmas just ended. It's a new year. Give the gift of a new book. It's only three ninety nine plus tax. If your friend isn't worth that, then you should reevaluate your friendship. Yeah, it's under five dollars, man. It's a it's, it's under a value meal. The average value meal today is going to cost you five bucks. So you get a variety, yeah. a strong mm-hmm. variety. And uh, see you you're under five bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So yes, get over there. One click it. One click that New York shorties over there. Three ninety nine on Kindle. 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 Get card reading. Ebooks are great, but paperbacks are better. And if you're waiting for the paperback, that's cool. That'll be there soon. Um, but you will take pre-orders yes, too by on the that. Yes, end of the so, week. Right, we'll take pre-orders. I'll be selling copies on my. I'll be selling co- copies from my website. Um, so definitely, you can um, pre-order for me. www.keishagreen.com. So yeah, um, I think that's the. I think that's about it. Anything else? I think we done covered it. We don't. We don't plug the book. We don't plug um, about the book. What's it about? Four short right. stories by four talented authors here um, in this industry. Names um, some you may be familiar with, some you may not, but nonetheless, it's going to be a good read. And in my Aaron Bebo voice, I'm going to say, "Read more into urban fiction with New York shorties." There. Yeah. <laughs> That's For a wrap, real, real radio. That's a wrap. Yeah, that's it's cool. So, um, before you guys go, you want to um, tell people how they can stay in touch with you. Um, 
all of that good stuff. Because this is your platform. You can do that. No? You go okay. further? <laughs> no, nah, God, God. Let him know how to get in touch with you, brother. <laughs> um, I'm on um, Facebook, um, Philly Court. No, actually, Charlie Swirl. I forgot. <laughs> I'm on Facebook, Charlie Swirl. But I do have a fan page for Philly Quarters for my reading. And then I'm on um, Instagram, We Are Black Hand. So follow me, get to know me. Philly Quarters. All right. All right. All right. Well, thank you. Thank I'm you, Aaron Bebo. Flash Charlie. <laughs> I'm Aaron Bebo on all my uh, social media. So you can look me up, find me there. New York Shorties is available right now. Go check it out. It's refreshing, something different. And um Yeah. Yeah, it's a good it's a good read. It's definitely a good read. Um for those who don't know and they're just, you know, if you're just by what we're saying not being enough, I'll just go ahead and do um read the synopsis really quick. New York Shorties is a collective of short stories in which New York is the backdrop to each plot. Each author leads you into the mind state of a resident from the rotten apple. Each story will thrill you, engage you, and without a doubt provoke thought. So tune out the loud sounds of the city and tune into New York Times in New York Shorties. So one click that. That's what I need y'all to do. One click that today. One click today. Um, and let's let us know what you think. I want I want to hear some feedback. I want to see some reviews and yes. all that good stuff. I appreciate everyone who has shared shared the links. I see on Twitter. I gotta give a um give a shout out to Makisha C. She's over there um retweeting New York Shorty. So thank you, Makisha. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's a good look. Thank you, thank you. I know support can't always be in the form of you actually purchasing, but if you share my link, like it, tell right. somebody about it, recommend it. I'm appreciative of that too, and if you know me, you know I will reciprocate the love. So definitely, let's make it happen. Yes, let's do and this. That's it. Let's definitely let's do this. So that's it, guys. I will catch you guys online. But thank everybody um, for tuning in to the Writers Life Chats. Next week we'll be on the show with Cynthia Scott, representing Nickel City books out there in Phoenix, Arizona. So definitely tune in for that. But, yeah, thank you, guys, and I will yeah, catch you. Thank you for having us on. No problem.